0: Finding love in a world of swiping left and right is hard for everyone, but finding someone to share your life with when you live in a town of less than 500 people is even harder. That's where Farmers
1: and Charmers comes in. I'm Shannon.
0: And I'm Lavinia. We're two young Aggies
1: with a love for the country and all it has to offer. We're going to be helping country guys and girls to hopefully meet their perfect match from the city while dishing out details on our own dating lives, coupled with some unsolicited advice along the way. Alright, everybody, welcome back to—and I can't believe I'm going to say this—the final episode of Farmers and Charmers for season one slash the year
0: 2020 is officially over. Now this episode is launched.
1: Crazy, crazy. Yep. yep. Um, we're going to break up this episode into two parts, but they will be two different parts than usual. Uh, in part one, we do have our agronomist from Coching Up, friend Simon, back on the pod, and he is here to answer all of your hard-hitting questions relating to dating and then at the end
0: Lavinia and I are going to reflect on
1: the year that was 2020.
0: (laughs) I wrote notes guys and I haven't written notes for any episode yet. I would like to be let it be known that
1: I have written notes for almost every episode so far and for this I have zero so we're just we're really we're really turning
0: the tables this episode. (laughs) We'll go into it but first let's get into our questions with Simon.
1: Do country guys prefer texting, Snapchat, or phone calls as their preferred type of communication or something else?
2: No, no. Um, do you want me to answer for me or do, I, do you want me to generalise for country guys?
0: Make well, you, you could talk yeah. on behalf of like all your mates and kind of what the consensus is on yourself. Okay,
2: okay. Well, for me, I don't like Snapchat at all. I don't have it.
0: <gasps> what? Yeah,
2: I, I think it's really childish. I don't like it. I don't like that you can send <laughs> – I don't like that you can <laughs> – I, I don't like that you can send um someone a message, but it also go to other people at the same time, or like a photo. You know what I mean? See, but
0: we were having this conversation because Shannon's very much like you. Shirley Chu doesn't use it. And I think since she's become my friend, she's using it more because I'm a bad influence. I, I use it to Snapchat you. Yeah. That's that's it.
2: <laughs> but like, imagine if you were, you can tell when a message
0: were... is for other people versus when it's just
2: for oh, you, I'm not sure. Maybe she you want did to believe an experiment
0: it. Experiment with me. For a week, and I picked up every one that was a general one versus one if it was just for me. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's just because I spend too much time on it. Probably. Yeah. Also, we're pretty close,
1: so, so it's, I feel like it's pretty yeah, obvious. It's easier.
0: <laughs> so um, that makes things interesting then, but I guess it's fine because if you want to send a photo, you can just message your
2: photo. Through. Exactly, yeah. But, yeah, the thing that kind of annoys me about it is, like, imagine, like, if you're seeing a guy or you're talking to a guy that you like – and he at you, but he could be sending that to other girls as well. Which I don't, I don't really like that. So that's yeah, why I but don't do Snapchat. If you,
0: the thing is, like I said before, I think this was off air. Is that? Oh no, I think it was on air. Um, you're just a really good person because most people are, unless they're committed a hundred percent. You got to keep your options open. You know. Mm, yeah. You can't put all your eggs in one basket because then if that basket
1: gets taken away from you, so do all your eggs. And that's not ideal.
2: And then you're left with nothing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Which is why you
0: started your TikTok. So <laughs> it's, 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 you're casting a but wide net. But you're just a net. really nice person. Like what person? What guy stays like, loyal during the talking and stage? doesn't have Snapchat around our age? It's impressive.
2: Well, I'm I'm quite a bit older. You're not
0: that much. Okay. No. Then live how time. old are you guys? Yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm I'm a, I'm young-ish. Um, but I know people way older than you that are guys that have Snapchat and will Snapchat. All the time. Yeah. Okay. General country guy. That's you.
1: You prefer, in that case, you prefer texting or phone calls?
2: I'm a phone call phone, person. Phone call
1: kind of guy. What star yeah.
0: sign are you? Uh, dinosaur. No. When he you born? Seriously.
2: <laughs> I made it up like all the rest of the <laughs> <laughs> When actually is your birthday? I I'm know. a Pisces. You're <gasps> saying. <safe! laughs>
1: Do you think majority of country guys? What are their? What would you say their preferred method of communication? Snapchat.
2: Um, I think guys that are like Sna- eighteen to twenty-four Snapchat. Eighteen
0: definitely. to thirty. Yeah. you're like on the cusp. Of and like, then
2: and then Instagram. You know, and then Instagram. most people use Instagram. Yeah, Instagram DM
1: is, I is I getting hype. It's more and more common to chat, like I, I used to see a bit of a difference between it, but I now don't really see a difference between like Instagram and like
0: Facebook messaging. Oh, it's
2: exactly. Can the same. I yeah.
0: add in another shoot your shot? Do you want to know what guys have been doing lately? They'll send me pictures in their header of the yield that they're getting.
2: Wow. What kind of yields are they getting?
0: Well, someone in Franklin was getting 7.2.
2: Of barley, Very impressive.
0: Impressive. That would work on me. 100%.
2: <laughs> That'd work on me. <laughs>
0: anyway. All right. I've got another one. Do country guys sleep around like city guys? This is not my question. I think it's probably equal, equal.
1: Yeah, everyone's as much as a fuckboy boy ever as everyone else.
2: Yeah, well, I, I don't know. Some guys might be careful of like the town, like the mm-hmm. reputation you type should thing. Should be, but a lot aren't. Still. But it's like funny because like you can you could act like you act in the city in the country, and people would think that you are like being promiscuous or whatever Mm. Mm. but if you do that in the city it's fine Mm. like you won't get judged for it or get a reputation
0: no because there's not 10 people in the town there's what you got a bit of a bigger
1: pool and it's it's not not as likely that you're gonna like bump into that person that you slept with like last weekend
0: at the pub Yeah.
2: yeah and you can
0: be so much more um like discreet like you can get away with so much more oh yeah like you can't get away with any especially if you If you're in a really small town or if, you know, you have a few friends in that town, you can't get away with anything.
1: God, no. All right. If doing long distance, should both parties be traveling
0: equally or should one party have to travel more than the other?
2: (laughs) Uh, Equal, obviously.
0: But what if you live in this town called and There's not much to do there.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah, then that's fair. Mm. Because you
0: would be more likely to come up most weekends to Perth because there's more places to eat out. Go out. Do stuff. And, like, I'm
1: assuming you would also have, like, friends in Perth that you'd probably catch up with, whereas that girl would be travelling to Kojin Up yeah, just to see you, whereas you would come to Perth to do, like, see the girl and do other
2: things. Yeah, yeah. Mm.
1: So, should like it still it, be it, equal? It depends
2: on the distance, really. Like, mm-hmm. if you're if you're close to Perth, say, like, two hours, mm-hmm. then it makes sense to go to Perth more often because mm-hmm. there's more stuff to do. But if it's, like, four hours or something mm-hmm. or five hours away, mm-hmm. then – It's probably fair for the Perth party to come because they can, like, leave early on a Friday or something and get there for Mm -hmm. the weekend Mm -hmm. while you're still working on the Friday.
0: Mm -hmm. What would you do with a girl if she came to Cojan Up for the weekend?
2: Um... Oh well, the first thing I do is I take it to the pub for dinner because they have great side salads there. The side (laughs) salads at the (laughs) coconut pub, great side salads. They're unreal. Selling point for a pub. Oh yeah, they even you even get like the little sachets of um of dressing, and you can pour it all over it. What makes it
1: other than the dressing? What makes it such a good side salad?
2: Well, it comes in like one of those wooden bowls. And they just arrange it really well. So
1: it's not the taste. It's like the aesthetic of the salad. Yeah, it's the aesthetic. So yeah. we're off to the nut
0: pub for the salad, not the palmy. So the, the sad fir- yeah. salad. Yeah,
2: the meal. Yeah, we'd have we'd have to have a nice meal at the Cochinup pub. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: You got to do a pub meal. Although we did do a poll on our um, Instagram to see what people would do for a first date or a date. And a lot of people were like, too public. Yeah. I would yeah, not do it personally. Oh, country pub. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah
1: you take a girl to the Cochinup pub like, you're going to be the talk of the town. And you're married. With them, them next week. A,
0: yeah. <laughs> Everyone's going to know. It's going to be like, did you see who Simon was with?
2: Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, probably.
0: What are a couple of things girls shouldn't or should do on a first date? So maybe start with things they shouldn't do or turn-offs. And then maybe a few, like, turn-ons. So you're at the pub. What are the things that like are good, that are sort of reassurances that it's going well? Mainly well, like what she, what shouldn't a girl do?
1: Like what is something that's automatically you're going to be like, oh yeah, I don't think there's going to be a second date here. Oh,
2: uh-huh. I don't know. Just being like, if you're being like shy or boring or something, mm-hmm. that would probably.
0: <laughs> yeah. What if she's really nervous? Sometimes they could be really nervous. Yeah, like, that's
2: kind of a, that's a funny question. I don't really know how to answer that. Yeah. Turn
0: offs. Turn offs would probably just be like manners and that sort of mm. thing, being polite. But if you want all those to, little things. Yeah. Being groomed, well dressed.
2: Just be yourself and and uh, be funny and, and laugh at the. If you want to impress the guy, laugh at his jokes. That's a good way.
0: What if they're bad jokes? Laugh anyway. Still laugh. Kitty <laughs> laugh. I'm laughing at you, <laughs> not <with> you.
1: <laughs> General question, but, you know, we'll go. We'll do the same things before, both your own perspective and. General country guys, would you date a girl that does FIFO? Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. would most country guys. Like yeah. I mean, TikTok is over. Yeah, <laughs> he's, he's
1: down. Um, Generic general country guys, do you think that would have, have yeah, an issue for sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's fine. Mm-hmm. I
2: don't see why that would be an issue. Yeah.
1: Well, you know, they're away and you're away a lot, you know, the timing of it FIFO easy.
0: FIFO is pretty much like the same though as like say you're dating a girl that lives in the city and you live in the country and they're like, in the country sometimes like i could be considered fifo to perth because mm. i'm back and forth but like i'm not fifo so it's it's the same thing it's really point. isn't it's it point. i
2: feel like it just kind of, it kind of depends on your attachment style really like um for me it's like if you're apart then you can just focus on your work and other stuff of your so life
0: you're feeling independent not it can be dependable. yeah
2: well no i like to enjoy the company of a significant other but if we're if we're forced to be apart, then I'll happily like focus on my work yeah. and yeah. that's a secure yeah, attachment style. What
1: well, that is, everyone. What are some pet peeves that most guys would have when it comes to girls?
2: Uh, See, so this is the kind of questions that you should have told me before, so I could prepare. Because I can't think of this kind of stuff at top of my head. Pet peeves. Um, Do
0: you know what's a pet peeve for me as if a guy's like mannerisms are gross. Like he like burps or something. Mm. Like it's gross.
2: Oh, uh, yeah.
0: I reckon that's such a turn off. Mm. I think that just shows that your kind of mannerisms are a little bit subpar. What about, you know oh, what about
2: like bad punctuation? and
0: Yeah, look, I'm a journalist.
1: It's my main thing if I get a message from a guy on an app. Who will, like yeah send me a message and use like the wrong your your or, like oh, you know that's... there.
0: like it literally says in my profile I'm a journalist yeah.
1: like that's what I do for <laughs> but everything. in my defense oh, God, in God, my
0: defense can spell. as a um person who went to a school of 50 where we were neglected from year one to year seven without any proper education and then by the time you got to year eight they were like you're already cooked like there's no chance and, and who just survived getting 50 in high school English for the like you got to give us country kids a break we don't get the best resources for education and then they forget about us when they go to these big high schools so I no. do know the difference between your and your now no. but like it was my ex-boyfriend who was a literature teacher who did teach me all this stuff. And it was once I was 20.
1: You are. You, why are you? Yeah, but it's like, it's it's like basic things (laughs) like,
0: it's basic things like that where you'll meet so many country people where they could be the most intelligent people you ever meet, but they've missed these basic English on math skills because they just like, it's just how it was. Well, I am happy to teach if they are happy to listen. All right. So
1: any other pet peeves? Obviously, clearly the whole grammar thing is yours as well, but on top of that,
2: um, yeah, that's probably that's probably a good one to stick with. Uh,
0: yeah.
1: How about like their like a person's like behavior at all, like in terms of them being like overly precious or anything like that? Is any of that oh, a pre- pet peeve? Yeah. Is any of that a pet peeve? Yeah. Like not overly adventurous, scared to get a little bit of dirt under the fingernails, any and all of the above?
2: One one thing that I noticed at work recently was some people were like pedantic about like food expiry dates. This is just a little observation of mine.
0: They mustn't have gone up on in the country or on a farm. It's like, like
2: at, at work we were like we had leftovers from um, from our Christmas party and they didn't want to um they didn't want to re we, we like they were like, Oh you can't reheat meat twice.
0: You, you'd be right. Fine, just guy. eat it. <laughs>
2: and then I ate some pavlova the today that had been in the fridge for four days. And I was like f- they were like you be right. You're not gonna eat that, are you? Like, it's fine. It's been four days. <laughs> it's been four days.
0: <laughs> yeah. I, I think things like that, but it's interesting to see like little things like those, I guess, habits that people have, but yeah, I don't really know anyone who's not too bothered by that I mean, stuff. Maybe yeah. chicken.
1: I mean, like dairy products, maybe a little bit more yeah, like with their use by dates. Not. Oh God, no. But like, that's a good smell test though, you know,
0: like. Are we going to do, all right. What's your biggest deal breaker? Oh. No land.
2: No, I'm not a Hector hunter. Why are you guys why are you guys putting this in my mouth? <laughs> I've never said this. <laughs> Initially, I think deal breakers like would just be like differences in personality really like, so like um, you know, if you don't enjoy doing the same things like like I like going to the gym, if like if I if I'm seeing someone that they're not particularly active. What if she
0: doesn't go to the gym, but play still, like, she, like or I'm not walks. a big gym person, but yeah, I will, sports like, go to like gym. I walk every day, and I still like do my own workout. It's just the gym is not an environment for me to be but like. Some form yeah, of like, yeah. active. Active place. For being someone like, like someone that's active, active yeah. And, like relatively healthy kind of
2: thing. But it's just like doing things that you like. Like if you you want to be able to do the things you enjoy with that person. So, yeah. Like, if you like camping if, and they yeah, would yeah, yeah, definitely hotel. be a deal breaker for Yeah. Me. So yeah, yeah if yeah. someone doesn't like camping or well, they're too precious to go camping, then
1: See? it's that whole precious thing again. It's an issue. No, I do think the deal breakers they will vary depending on what like stage you're at in your relationship. Early on, I have a fucking ton, but like as a stuff like the grammar and like the personality things and all those sort of things, and like you start off with like almost like smaller deal breakers, yeah. and then as you get further on into the relationship, I feel as though they become bigger. Yeah. It definitely. is legit.
0: Uh... <laughs>
2: <laughs> I think it's I think it's um, subjective though as well like a deal breaker for some for one guy or one girl might be what might, school they went to or if they've yeah, got a university it might, might be different 100%. for another person you might let it slide for someone oh, 100%.
1: else 100% and there's definitely like deal breakers and red flags that you're willing to overlook yes. if you really like something else about that person that like overwrites that thing yeah. that you don't yeah true
2: right. I was um seeing oh, I got a good example actually tell us, I tell was us seeing a girl stories. a couple of months back and um she. COVID love? No, <laughs> no, it was after COVID.
0: Oh, post COVID fling? <laughs> yeah,
2: but um, we'd like go out. We went out a few times, but like she just she just wouldn't drink with me. Like we'd go out and we'd go to a bar and she'd just get like a soda water. I'm like, come on.
1: So being a bit boozy. you like a girl
0: that likes to get lit.
2: No, you don't have to get lit, but just sometimes. have a drink. With me. Like, sometimes,
0: sometimes. But you probably
2: drink. figured out by tonight that I am a bit of a drinker. Like.
1: Sometimes you need a bit of alcohol, you know? Um, all right is being a busy farmer or really i guess busy in general an excuse for not responding or is the chances are that
2: um it it, it ver- i think it varies case by case like it mm. like there's definitely people out there like there's there's farmers that would be like managing that many people and machinery and stuff mm-hmm. they're like running around like mad chooks that so yeah. they just mm-hmm. wouldn't they wouldn't have time to yeah. to reply like yeah. i can relate to that in times where i've been that busy with work where it's just
1: you check out mm. yeah mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, what do you think then is like a realistically realistic reply time frame where you go from like, okay, they're probably just busy, to, uh, nah, he's not keen.
2: Uh, more than half a day.
0: What if you know they're, but if they're busy, yeah. Then what, Livinia? This happened the last time <laughs> we had this conversation. With someone. I have a, you a problem. Stop
1: not replying to people. Lavinia's like, I haven't messaged him in three weeks, but like, I'm definitely like, he knows I'm interested. Crikey. <laughs> <laughs> We did an episode on first date protocol and it was on like how long after a first date, like you should expect a message. And my whole thing was like by like, like at the absolute most, like the end of the next day. Like if you went out one night, like for drinks or whatever on Wednesday night, you haven't heard from that person by like Thursday evening. They're not keen. Like you're giving them a full 24 hours.
2: Oh, you reckon a full 24 hours.
1: Unless you're living here. And she was like, oh, message me after like a week. I couldn't care less. And also I will also not reply to someone for that long. I'm generous (laughs) with allowing someone twenty four hours. Twenty four hours max. Normally, like damn,
2: twelve hours. Wow, I used to do the three day rule. You
0: know, so you're the three day. Yeah, wait. So you wait three days before you message. No, I used to. But that's right. See,
2: now I'm just too impatient. I just uh, like if I like someone, I can't have to. We are. We are.
0: I think slow burn is like ideal. I love a slow burn. We know this. Three days, like just because you're messaging someone after a date to
1: say I had a nice time, it's not saying like let's do it again in six hours. Like you're just saying I had a nice time.
2: It's also too long. So like mm-hmm. if you message them, if you went for drinks, they're messaging them that night comes off as probably a bit too needy and clingy. Mm-hmm. So...
1: The general consensus from a couple of guys was like by like lunchtime the next yeah, day. like you've had them, you've had the morning. Like theoretically, you're on a bit of a lunch break.
2: Because if you if you message them in the morning, then you then you come across as thinking of them straight away. So yeah,
1: it's like you woke up and even thought of though them you and had to if you like them. them and you're
0: gonna plan to message them, you gotta just
2: so you want chill. you want to be messaging them that around lunchtime because, um, that's when you're like, you they know that you're you've got a bit of a free time and you're not like thinking them, thinking of them when you're supposed to be working or busy and that's mm-hmm. when they're free as well. Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah, should, that, that's my it, logic. Like,
1: if, a guy, if you sent that message at lunchtime and a girl replied, like, pretty much straight away within half an hour, would you see that as her being, like, too clingy and needy or is that fine? No,
2: that's fine.
0: I don't think boys talk or think about how much reply time as we think later. I don't think... Cause like, or do you like you leave a message for like an hour before you reply? If like,
1: uh, okay, she's okay. taken a few hours to reply, then you make sure you take like at least an hour to reply as well, so like you're not mm, replying. Yeah. To See, that's the that issue message.
2: with modern dating, isn't it? It's so annoying. See, what?
0: I don't do that. If if he's messaged me and I'm messaging him, I don't really have the situation where they're gonna wait an hour. If they're at, if they're on and active, they'll message me back. Maybe that's because I waited three weeks to reply in the first place, so now they're like, yeah, I want to talk to her.
2: See? It's silly, silly. Why can't we? Why can't we all just like message when you get it? Like if you when see you a message, see reply it. straight away see, that's what I do and so not worry about.
1: Because it. I'm a useless human being, and if I do not reply to that message when I see it, like if I read it and I don't reply, you ain't getting a reply from me for three days because I will straight up forget. I'm like in my head, I'll be like, oh, I read that. And kind of think that I have responded. And then I'm like, hey, that person never replied to me. And then I go into the messages and I'm like, oh, shit, it was me. I was the one that didn't reply. But you were
0: probably not that keen on him because the fact is you didn't think that, oh, you're like, oh, so-and-so didn't reply. You didn't think about that for three days. You're probably not that keen on him anyway.
2: It's kind of silly that we've gotten to a point where you have to think about your reply time to get someone to like you.
0: Mm. And you know what? Mm -hmm. I think we as well, we always get... I think we're a bit all caught up in like the where is this going. Like I do not think about the now. I'm like, fuck, okay, if this goes well, this could lead to this. nut. Nah, okay, that's too much. Got to back off as we should just be in the now. We should be present. Yeah, but we have a problem with and small town country dating. If other people find out about it, everyone else around you gets a bit too excited and that's what's overwhelming. Mm-hmm. Is that everyone else is pushing something where you're like, guys, chill out. Just let this, like, and that's what can be overwhelming and make two people pull back.
1: I think that's a lot of friendship groups and things in general, though. Like, you'll tell your friend about, like, a guy or a girl that you've gone out with or been you talking to and You won't tell whatever, them. They'll just find out because that's how they... Like, they get overly excited about it and they ask you about it two weeks later and you're like, oh, yeah, that didn't go anywhere. But then, like, they're upset about it and you're like, oh, it's fine. It should
0: happen. Yeah. What are you going to do? Guys, just let people work it out themselves. That's my advice. Don't get too involved. Oh, is does having a farming background slash skills help with dating someone who's in agriculture? Yes, I reckon. Yeah, it definitely helps straight away. As soon as you tell someone you're from the ag industry, especially a boy that's in the ag industry, their eyes are lit up straight (laughs) away. They are excited. (laughs) Definitely (laughs) like, all right, she knows what this is because I think it's really hard. Uh, or I also don't think a lot of them have the patience to like really explain their
2: job fully. Like,
0: have you got your spiel? Like, you're like, okay, this is what an agronomist does and like how long until the eyes oh,
2: plays over. So painful. Yeah. And then when, when I was a research agronomist, that was even worse. Yeah. Jeez. yeah. But most people, when, when you're like texting them, they Google it. And then that makes it easier.
0: Yeah, you're like I'm an agronomist. You're a
2: scientist of soil. Whatever the top thing that comes up, something to do with soils, (laughs) and they just assume it's to do with soils. So,
1: do guys overthink situations as much as what girls do? Like, does she like you? Is she keen? Like, why is she not replying? Should I have said that? all Those things, yeah, definitely 100%. Your horse was batshit crazy as the rest of us, (laughs) yes. yes. (laughs) Um, thank you so much for joining us, Simon, and for coming in and talking endless amounts of shit with us. We appreciate it.
0: Can we feature in a TikTok? Uh,
2: sure. Do you want to do a dancing one now? Absolutely not. I want to
0: feature in something that's like funny,
2: all right? Yeah, comedy. We'll think of something, Yeah. yeah.
1: Get into the final part of our episode for the year. Uh, we are going to take one last moment to have a chat about Farm Weekly, WA's biggest and best selling rural and agricultural newspaper. So, in the headlines this week, uh, a long-running dispute between the town of Port Hedland and the Hedland Export Depot um, has come to a head, um, and they're on the verge of more legal action. Uh, Pretty much the dispute involves issues um, with the lease of land at an industrial area to the south of town, and it's been exaggerated by um, some road modifications that have been awarded by main roads in the town of Port Hedland recently. Uh, Elsewhere in the news, a farmer in the Munkin-Budin area has just completed his 75th annual harvest. The guy is 90 years old and still doing harvests, which is just insane to be perfectly honest. Uh, and lastly, um, there was a, a forum held by DPIRD last week, um, which gave a fair bit of information um, on some sort of trends from this season. One of the big ones that was the increase in Brasectonia bear patches um, around the state, which have been noticed by farmers um, and some potential uh, reasons why and some uh, management solutions for that. With that in mind, we are going to get into the last bit of the episode with Lavinia and I, and we hope you enjoy.
0: Shannon, are you ready for our wrap up?
1: I honestly don't even know what we're talking about, so I'm a little scared.
0: We are going to branch through the topics of things we've learned in life and love in 2020. Oh, God. Heavy, heavy. I, I Absolutely
1: nothing. I'm still as useless as I was 10 months ago when we started this thing.
0: Should I start then? Yes. I have the notes. Go. I've got a lot I've reflected on this year. Um, have you learnt to be
1: less of a cynic,
0: do you reckon? You know what? Wait till the bloody end. Oh,
1: guys, I'm excited.
0: All right. This is what I've learnt in Life and Love in 2020. Number one. You can't look at someone's potential. You can only look at their actions now and where they're at. Truth bomb. Yeah. Number two, if something is meant to be, it will be. Truth bomb. Number three, stop giving your energy to those who don't value it. If people want you in your life, they'll make an effort. Sometimes you have to let people go in order to grow and be better.
1: Love that. Yes, accurate.
0: Number four, if you put something out into the universe and truly believe it, hundred percent it will happen whether it's a positive or a
1: negative 98% of it'll happen
0: yeah,
1: 90, yeah. <laughs> not 98% it'll happen manifestation
0: though is a true form whether you're positively believing something or negative belief a t believing it it'll it, it comes to fruition you watch you think something bad will happen it'll freaking happen you got to think positive positive vibes Another one. But in saying that, guys, just
1: really quickly, like, if, if, you're, having a, if you're having a shit time, like, it's okay. Oh, a bad
0: you know, day is a bad like, day. You know, like, a bad day is
1: a bad oh. day. We're not here saying that, like, you have to be happy and, like, no, positive no, no. all the time. We totally understand really the fact that. a down day on
0: Saturday. That, yeah,
1: yeah, like, it sometimes it happens. happens. You have yeah. a shit day. You have a shit week. You have a shit month. Like, that's okay. You're allowed to, like, not be really 100% vibing life all the time. Mm-hmm. That's totally fine. Mm-hmm. But just when you can, be as positive as possible. 100%. But, yeah, if you're having good a shit premise. time,
0: good premise. it's it's okay. Yeah, we all, we've absolutely. all been there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've all been there. And okay, do not lower your standards. You deserve to be treated with respect. Mm-hmm. So you guys might have listened to a few of our questions with Simon and, you know, different people have different levels of values. And I think, you know, if you truly believe you should be treated X way, don't lower your standards it's for somebody mm-hmm. who's lesser than mm-hmm. for your
1: beliefs. 100%.
0: Listen to your intuition. This was a big one for me this year. If you're getting the gut feeling something's off or not right, it probably is. But also there's a difference between um, a nervous gut feeling because you're scared in anticipation and not Mm -hmm. knowing what's Mm -hmm. coming because Mm -hmm. you haven't been there before and knowing something's off.
1: Yeah, guys, that's a really important one. You have to know the difference between like a nervous excitement that is making you feel uncomfortable because you don't know what's going to happen and actually just getting bad juju from a situation. They are two very, very different things.
0: Anyway, moving on to next one. In twenty twenty one, I am going to learn to be vulnerable, open up and trust more. That's a very big thing. That is.
1: Is this like your New Year's resolution? Is that
0: I I just I need to just jump off the deep end mm-hmm. in more ways in life mm-hmm. than one. So mm-hmm. That's what I'll be doing more in Mm -hmm. 2021. So I'm taking that risk. Take that risk. We all need to take Mm -hmm. that risk. If there's something that you want to do in life, then do it.
1: And this doesn't just apply to dating. Like, we know that this is a dating podcast, but when it comes to being vulnerable and like shooting your shot, which is obviously what we're all about, that comes to your family, your job, whatever it might be. Like, if you've been in your job for five years and you're feeling underappreciated and you want a pay rise, Ask for it. Shoot your shot because you know what's going to happen? The worst thing they're going to do is say no. You ain't going to get fired for doing it. So shoot your shot in all aspects of life.
0: Um, My next one is just manifest. Mm
1: -hmm. I thoroughly agree with all of these things so far. This is going really well. All
0: right. So I'm wrapping up my little segment. So I guess what I'm saying is that life's short. And if there's one person that you haven't taken the chance on or haven't risked enough for then now is your chance. You know, In Love Actually, where the guy gets the big cards and confesses his feelings for Keira Knightley. I hate that scene. That is- I also hate
1: that movie, but oh, that's a side that's uh, point.
0: Just look, it's Christmas and I am not a big fan of Christmas. I'm not a big fan of love, but I just think this year has been so unpredictable and life is so short. If, you've, if, if you're ready to tell someone that you care about them – time now is to do it like 2021 you don't want to sit around and wonder what if i didn't take that chance you'll only you will always wonder if you did it you'll never wonder if you did Mm -hmm. and if you're struggling to interpret or actually talk about your feelings you know go and youtube one of the love actually clips because they pretty much confess feelings for different people in different ways because a lot of people have the struggle Mm -hmm. of saying I actually really care about you. Mm-hmm.
1: So, and remember, yeah. there are different ways that you can do that. Like, it doesn't have to be that blatant of you walking up to someone or sending them a message saying "I like you," because that can be so terrifying. But
0: I also think that you should freaking do that. Like, yeah, if oh, one hundred percent. Do it
1: if if you want to do it, do it. But there are other ways that you can like show you that you care about someone, you want to be in their life, and like you want to explore things with them. Mm-hmm. And there are ways that you can say that without having to like really jump off the deep end. If you just like want to dip your toe in the water a little bit and go from there, there mm-hmm. are ways to do that.
0: Yeah. And yesterday I was talking to one of my girlfriends. I was like, far out. I just need a sign. And then we were walking along the path and someone had put in the cement. You don't want to look back and regret anything. One life, live it, be relentless. And I don't know whether that is just supposed to be for me, but I'm a true believer in the universe. So, you know, just... Go after what you want. Be relentless. Love that. So who knew? (laughs) I'm turning a new leaf. Guys, I hope that everyone
1: can notice the difference in, uh, like, Lavinia's attitude from, like, even last week to this week. (gasps) Look, we talk almost every day and we actually haven't spoken as much this week. So I don't know what has happened to her in the last seven
0: days. Nothing really, to be honest. Shit is weird right now. I don't know. I just, I think I'm excited to just have a week off and I know that that's coming over Christmas. So I think
1: that's it. Mm -hmm. I think my biggest lesson from this year, which is only really been in the last like few months that I've really started to understand it is the difference between expectations, standards and boundaries. And those three things like at a surface level sound really similar or they sound exactly the same, but But I'm beginning to learn that they are very, very different things and you can have really not low expectations, but just like standard expectations and still have really high standards. Mm. They are not the same thing. And what I've come to learn is that if you do set your actual expectations too high, be that in dating, in life in general, whatever it is, you are going to be disappointed because people are going to disappoint you. Not no every, expectations
0: yeah. when it comes to dating is the yep. best way to be. Not
1: everyone is going to meet those expectations. Not everyone is going to be the person in your life that you want them to be. And that's just the way it is. Mm-hmm. But having lowering your expectations doesn't mean you have to lower your standards or your boundaries. Mm -hmm. If you have a standard in place for how you want to be treated, that is the way it should be. And if someone isn't meeting that standard, they're just not the one for you. And that's okay. And you will be fine if they're not the one for you and they haven't met that standard if you've set your expectations low, that, yeah, they probably might not because yeah. most people don't. If most people – if everyone met your expectations – sorry, everyone met your standards, we wouldn't be sitting here having a dating podcast because everyone would find their person so easily. Mm-hmm. But that's what it is. Everyone's standards are different and every what, they, what every single person wants in a partner is different, and that's okay. And setting that standard and setting that boundary of how you want to be treated – when you want to be treated to it, how often you want things, all of that is totally fine. You just have to be okay with the fact that quite often people aren't going to live up to that and they're not going to be a part of your life.
0: I think the Love Actually fantasy at Christmas and the reason that movies like that do well Mm. is because everyone just has this feel-good hope but also there is something romantic about the snow as well.
1: Yeah, we don't have that here. Yeah, it's really hot,
0: 40 degrees (laughs) today, so... I don't know. I guess it's been an interesting learning curve and all all over our couples, um, we haven't really got one that we've seen that's walking down the aisle. Well, not walking down
1: the aisle, but I did get an update because I was curious. And we do. An update, yeah. We we forgot about them. We do technically have one couple that's still talking.
0: Cam and Bridie. Yeah.
1: Okay, girls, they're not dating. They're not official. They're not, like...
0: They're hanging but out. But they're still, still. chatting. I, still, I appreciate that they're still giving a crap. You know?
1: So we honestly... I, I kind of... This sounds bad because Cam's one of my closest friends. And I, like, kind of forgot that we actually still, like, potentially had them on the table. Still. Um,
0: if they get married, we're saying your wedding, guys. Yeah. Just so you know. Um, whether you're listening or not.
1: <laughs> but on the note of how well or not well this experiment went... I had talked about this with a friend on the weekend because I'd said that like obviously we have yeah one couple that's kind of still talking and unfortunately the rest of them haven't worked out. Which like we're not gonna lie, we're a little bit disappointed about. But also, like
0: you know COVID love. Guys it, turns out matchmaking's
1: <laughs> really hard.
0: <laughs> if we've learned anything, COVID love is just it doesn't last work. and no one wants to commit. It. But my friend brought it up to
1: me. She was like, you had at least a, cu- a, a few of our couples that saw each other for a couple of months.
0: That's a success. Which,
1: and then She asked me, and she was like, how many people did you date for a couple of months this year? Which, savage on her behalf because one kind of not really maybe. Uh, so that was rude and very accurate. But the fact that we actually managed to find a couple of people who vibed with each other enough – To even date for a few months is actually saying something because the vast majority of dates that people go on these days don't make it past date one, maybe date two.
0: Yeah, the majority
1: of the time. Mm -hmm. So if we could get at least a couple of or couple of couples to be able to vibe with each other enough to want to hang out for two or three months and see each other ten plus times, that's pretty successful. Like I actually don't think we did that badly for a first go around.
0: Look, they're doing better than we are.
1: They, three of the couples that we set up as part of this show have had more dating success in 2020 than what either of us have. So I don't know if that says more about us or about them. Yeah, I'm just But thinking, regardless, well, we're going to say it as a success.
0: You know what, though? This podcast, if it didn't happen, there wouldn't have been... a certain events that didn't happen so you know I think all's well that Mm -hmm. ends well
1: and we have said everything that we've like this podcast has really made us I guess do things in our
0: lives that we wouldn't actually normally do I went on a date this year because of this podcast now I have not been on a dinner date with somebody for a very long time maybe a couple of years
1: look I actually I think that's impressive I, I think it's impressive I properly shot my shot with a couple of people like out Good of nowhere you. like sent them a message hit them up said like let's go out which is something that I would never do but I was like you know what if we're on this podcast preaching about shooting a shot I should do it mm. so I did it like did it work out in me finding the love of my life no to be but continued. theoretically I'm a step closer like I've cut out a couple of you know
0: yeah ones. and I think that's really important is that you did decide that you know they weren't for you but I think something I've definitely seen more of in 2020 is that we're all a little bit afraid of of anything that could lead somewhere because we really don't want to put our feelings out there fully. Mm-hmm. But I think we just, you kind of have to, don't you? You, you kind of just have to risk it.
1: And this is bringing me on, I think, to my final thing that I've learned this year because I said to so many people at the beginning of the year that I was terrified of Making the wrong choice again in person and getting hurt again, mm. but you are never going to be find ready. someone unless you are willing to accept that those things might happen. Yeah, you I you totally agree. Have to, what to be saying. willing to get your if you want to fall in love, you have to be willing to get your heart broken. It's as simple as that because and, there is a chance that that is
0: going to happen, and that's so scary to think about. But I think you can, if you look at it and Yeah, it could end up that it's not it. But if it is it, if that is your person, that could be the best thing to happen to you. Is that not the
1: better what if though? Yeah, absolutely. Because people are always terrified of what ifs. What if I get my heart broken? What if he hurts me or she hurts me? But what What if if, you
0: have the best experience of your life with that person? What if
1: they're your forever and you're sitting there in 70 years saying – what if I hadn't sent that message? Like to me, that is a way scarier idea than being heartbroken for a month or two mm. because eventually it goes away. And yeah, it like, it is rough. We, like we're not going to lie. 100%. But,
0: but it, isn't it better that you actually got to experience some life with that person mm-hmm. rather than always having this unknown that mm-hmm. you never put yourself mm-hmm. out there enough. You never risked it yep. for the biscuit.
1: I don't want to go through my life wondering what could have been with various people if I had have been willing to put myself out there. So I think that's my like or aim. Or you don't
0: want to look at in like six months' time and they're with somebody else and you're like, "Fuck, why didn't I? Why
1: didn't I? Why didn't I, I shoot my shot? I could have
0: had the best life yeah. with that person, or we could have actually, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. if someone's going to make your life better, why would you not have the minute?
1: Mm. That's my. Uh, you know, you talked about your goals for 2021 and I think that's my main one is actually just putting myself out there I guess the whole being more vulnerable thing yeah but that's the thing like there's we obviously all know it on this podcast that I go out on dates and I do all those things but I'm really like putting myself out there for people that like I'm actually like truly really like potentially interested in Mm. so Mm. that's my new one that if I meet someone be that on an app Or in the wild or whatever it is that I actually have an interest in is Mm -hmm. putting myself out there and letting that be known Mm -hmm. so that I don't miss my chance
0: yeah I reckon that's pretty much it I think if you listen really hard you'll hear a lot in that episode Mm -hmm. listen very hard but, you know.
1: <laughs> Listen to what we are saying. <laughs>
0: um, and I'll also link, if you don't I know what we're talking about when we talk about the love actually scene. Yeah,
1: we'll, we'll put that in the show notes so you can I see. I listened to
0: it. I watched it a couple of times last night. It's just so iconic. Like, it's just – and have you ever heard of that happening in real life? Probably oh, God, not. No. But I would love to think that that could happen. Mm-hmm. I think deep down I think I'm admitting you that know, I'm a real know, romantic, know. but I'm just <laughs> – <laughs> A romantic with a closed-off
1: heart. It's an interesting thing.
0: Um, no, nah, I'm going to be more open. open to it now. From now on, you're hearing this yes, on what is the date? Friday. I the don't know. Eleventh of December. We're recording this on the eighth of December. From now on, I have a. I am going to be more open-hearted,
1: oh guys. We know that your last question, ending all of this, is probably going to be, "What is going on with the podcast in 2021?" And the honest answer to that is, um, we haven't actually talked about it. So keep an eye on the Instagram page. That is where you will see slash hear of any updates that mm. are going on with what we're doing. Um, and frankly, we're going to take both us and generation ag are going to take a little Christmas holiday. So keep following us on Instagram. That's where you will see, as I say, any updates as and when they occur, that is the best place to hear about those. It's obviously at farmers and charmers. Uh, and with that, I don't know, I guess Merry Christmas and happy new year.